Hello, everyone. Welcome into another edition of your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats. Got a great episode for y'all. I mean, something we haven't done before. We're talking all things POTUS, Presidents of the United States, from Washington to Biden. We're going to be breaking all that down. Who are our most influential, the best leaders, some random facts, and also some questions that our viewers had that they want us to answer on the podcast. Before we get started, make sure you follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and hopefully you're watching on YouTube at Burgers and Brats. So, help me with all this POTUS stuff. We got James from Prez Wisdom joining us. James, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Braxton, man. Good to be here, man. Yeah, of course. Uh, James, so where can we find your pages on social media? Oh, right now it's just Twitter, which I guess is turning into X today or something. I don't know anything about that. I I sent a, a message out earlier. I'm sure you saw it. I was like, it just sounds like adult oriented. X Twitter, Twitter X X. You know, like it's going to be sending out feet pics or something. Like I I I'm not changing my platform. I promise <laughs> or my brand. But yeah, just Twitter right now. I I secured the name on other platforms, but just Twitter. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what's happening on there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but um, yeah, Prez Wisdom on Twitter. You talk all things POTUS. I mean, you pretty much have a tweet for anything about presidents. How did you kind of get into wanting to post about all these presidents and everything? It goes back to when I was a kid. I uh, um, My parents split up when I was about four and uh, they both got me in the reading, which was part of it. But um, I was lactose intolerant growing up and uh my dad's a Vietnam vet, and uh, he thought lactose intolerance is for sissies, so he made me drink whole milk with every meal. So you spend a lot of developing years on the toilet reading books, and uh, there it is, man. I'm just reading about the presidents, and uh, I, the first one I had was this little book that just went from Washington to Reagan, which was the president when I was born. And uh, I just remember reading about him and just like, oh, look, at oh, four guys got killed, not just Lincoln and uh, and uh, Kennedy. You know, I'm like, that, I never knew that, you know, growing up. And then we'd go on like vacations of civil war battlefields and so i always found the stuff interesting even though they're all i don't know bad in some way they're all interesting in some way too so that's just kind of what it was and i'm a nurse so when i was in nursing school uh i needed something to do besides studying and i just needed uh to read something other than books about uh thrombosis and all that other stuff and uh and so that's where it came from, man. I just, I'm going to just create an outlet. I started it with my son and he stopped helping me and I just kept going. So, yeah, it's awesome. You got thousands and thousands of followers on Twitter. Everyone's wanting to read your stuff and see it, see your tweets. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, learning about the presidents is so fascinating, especially because you don't have all that documentation. There's no photos and videos and all these, all them giving their speeches. We don't even have the Gettysburg Address uh, speech, so it's it's fun learning about all the presidents. Uh, yeah. So I mean, basically, who one of the early 1900s presidents, but fun yeah. learning about all that. And I mean, yeah, no one really knows. I I don't know if I could tell you the other presidents assassinated. I know McKinley, and then oh, he uh, hates Mondays. I I can't remember Orange can't Cat. Remember. <laughs> um, Oh, Garfield. Garfield. Garfield, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, no one, I don't even think anyone knew Garfield was a president. They're like, what? Six months, that? man. He's president for six months. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's crazy stuff. Uh, I mean, so there's been something crazy happening during everyone's presidency. But uh, would you say, oh, we'll start off here. Would you say that the 
probably the top three presidents that people rank as one and three are pretty right with Washington, Lincoln, and probably FDR. Yeah, that's probably the the Mount Rushmore. You you add one more. Some people would say mostly just because of nostalgia. They always throw Kennedy on there. Um, but yeah, it's usually those three, either one in any shape or form. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would agree with that. And I, I, I mean, there's such a fascination with uh, JFK and he was only for two years, uh, which yeah. is crazy to me. Uh, so, I mean, the things he could have done and maybe even more cemented his legacy with six more years uh, at the helm. So he came from uh, this, he came from this family that people were just, uh, I mean, they were involved in politics, especially his father. And, uh, and then like, I mean, they were, they were filthy rich, you know, and uh, people just find those kind of celebrities fascinating, you know, and uh, him and his brother, then they, they just have like this curse, it feels like too. So it's just this constant attention to see what, what terrible thing is going to happen to these guys next, you know, and um, his brother, his older brother was supposed to be the the future president. He ended up getting killed in World War II. So all the attention turned to John F. Kennedy. And that's kind of how that happened. That's, that's sad too. But and then Robert. And so, yeah, it was bad, man. I know they are cursed for sure. And I mean, yeah, like you said, the fascination with the families with them. I mean, it's all these families that are rich and powerful. That's why. And I've got a, such a, fasc- a fascination with JF or FDR and Teddy. I, I really like those presidents as well. So I, and they came from money and everything. So yeah, that's true. That's true. It's have you seen uh, the history docuseries on the presidents? The ones uh, from uh, history channel. Mm-hmm. I saw all the, uh, we got direct TV. So I saw Grant, I saw Lincoln and I saw the Washington ones. And then direct TV got rid of all those, man. And I didn't get to see the other ones. And I'm, of course, A&E is part of that family. So I missed all the wrestling documentaries too. So that stinks. But yeah, so <laughs> I have not seen those other ones. Yeah, I know the Teddy and the F. So I'm still high on the FDR one that came out, I guess it's been a month or two ago, but they, they really make you like those presidents uh, when yeah. they get the series out. Um, is there any president? So I, I really liked all the docu series. Is there any president who you want to see next? Kind of the make a series on. I mean, it's kind of hard. It, these are all eighteen hundreds, and uh, I mean, you got Teddy and FDR, but otherwise, it's eighteen hundreds before when there's not much documentation on them. Is there any president you'd want to see? Uh, I guess back then, and then also probably closer to our time. I'm always fascinated by guys who like a lot of people don't know anything about because those are the ones you kind of want to read about. Like you see the name over and over. And so maybe somebody like uh James K Polk, you know, who uh, he's one of the few presidents who uh, he said, here's what I'm going to do. And he laid out like a list of like, you know, X number of things. And he accomplished every single one of them, you know, for better, for worse. And uh, he did it through a war that um, even Abraham Lincoln, when he was in Congress said, yeah, that's, that's an illegal war there. And Polk said, yeah, we're going to do it anyway. And um, so stuff like that's interesting. Uh, I think Andrew Jackson, another one, uh, who's famous enough, but, you know, we know so little about him unless you read, you know. Um, but, yeah, all these guys are fascinating. And, you know, like you said, horrible things to their character, um, very interesting things that they accomplished. And, you know, they, they set the course of history that, that takes us to where we are today. Yeah, I mean, all those first few presidents, founding fathers and everything are so important, vital to us still being a democracy and everything right now. Yeah. But, I mean, I agree, I think – uh jackson for sure uh jefferson i think would be a great one uh yeah. uh j uh, you think it's too early for jfk or is there not enough information on him yet oh there's tons of information i feel like i see a new picture about him every single day 
I think uh, people are just fascinated because the whole celebrity thing, you know, he was, I mean, I don't even want to use this comparison, but uh, I feel like his family would be like the Kardashians. Now everybody like knows everything that about them. Uh, but because there wasn't something like social media, like all the stuff that he did in his marriage, or I guess outside of his marriage was known by like the people around him, but the media just kind of like, didn't really talk about it, you know? Um, so like, if you look at like the last dance with Michael Jordan, what was that? 10 episodes. Yeah. I think something for Kennedy would probably be like, you know, you'd have to do like a three year miniseries, you know, on him. And it was just everything from his childhood and his illnesses to um, how he, he had inf- his health records falsified to get into the Navy, which is, you see it going the other way usually. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, and then like how he was, uh, he had a, a relationships with women. Um, and, and then he was yeah, yeah, exactly. Marilyn Monroe. I mean, uh, that's, Bobby a full, that's a full series right there. Dude, I mean, the Monroe ones would be like a week long. You know what I mean? And uh, just it's just wild. Just the stuff that we are still learning as we, you know, as, as we do the Freedom of Information Act, as we see more records open, you know, over the what was it? I can't remember. It was like 72 years. Records could be opened and we're just seeing stuff. And and now we just saw like all that information came out where, you know, there's who actually killed Kennedy, you know, Trump released those records and they were still redacted like crazy, but um, it just kind of fanned the flames more that the government may have been involved. It was just wild, dude. This is absolutely insane. Just the stuff that keeps coming out, especially about that guy. Yeah, that could fill up. I would get some good views. I mean, probably <laughs> the most popular president uh, and he was only He's there probably for years, most so popular. <laughs> pretty crazy. But yeah, I think most of mine are pretty, um, all those founding fathers, founding fathers people, because just you really don't know much about them. I just they're founding fathers and help create America, but you kind of take them for granted and don't really understand them that much. Besides Washington, I think for Washington, the biggest tragedy there, aside from the fact that he uh, antibiotics would have saved his life, yeah, uh, that is that story is crazy. I mean, just yeah. simple fever or whatever. And they tried to use like uh, drain all his blood, and all. it was just one guy wanted to use lamb's blood, and they stopped him. It was just it's just insane, but. Martha Washington burned all their letters, like all the stuff that we could have learned about like that family and just all that stuff is just gone to history. And that's that's the tragic thing about that, you know, and guys like Buchanan and Arthur, they burned all their letters, too. And it's like all the stuff that history for me, just because I do genealogy is like a weird hobby too. you know, family research. And you find stuff and you're like, OK, that's that's unfortunate, but it's it's history. And for some of those guys, we'll just we'll just never know. You know, we'll just have speculation, which is not history, but. It is what it is. That's crazy. That's not a good good thing when you're burning letters and it got something to hide, possibly. So I mean, <laughs> we don't see those. But um yeah, uh Washington deserves so much better after his retirement. I mean, he only got like not even five years <laughs> out of the presidency yeah. before he died. So uh sad there. Um what are what are some of your maybe underrated presidents uh, that you kind of studied that you think should get way more hype? deserve more credit than they get uh without you know again i always have to preface it with i don't agree with everything they did um i'll mention polk again just another guy that people ought to look at um i mean he one of the last promises he made was he goes i'm only going to run for one term and i'm going to do all this in four years and then he gets out of office and he dies like three years later but oh that sucked but uh i don't know chester arthur's another one he um he was part of this political machine in new york just I mean, he had a fat job, you know, working at the uh, um, at collections there at the port in New York City. And he's just making bank. He's making more than Grant, you know, who's the president. And uh, 
Um, and he's just, he was so corrupt. And then as part of like a political deal, he was able to become Garfield's, you know, vice president. And then Garfield dies. And all of a sudden, Arthur's like, wow, I got to grow up a little bit here. And he turns his back on the New York political machine, the guys who made him. And he ended up being a pretty decent president. And uh, so extremely underrated, known only for his corruption. He burned all his letters. So we don't, you know, know a whole lot about him. I think he was more uh, ashamed of his past than anything. Um, just another guy whose wife died before he became president, always just had this grief about him and regrets and, uh, but ended up being a pretty decent president. Another guy who died shortly after he left office too. And, um, so guys like Polk and Arthur and, um, I don't know, even, uh, George HW Bush, you know, another guy who was, um, you know, one-termer, you know, I guess I'm fascinated by the one-termers the more I run my mouth here. They don't have (laughs) time to ruin everything, I guess. Yeah, it's just, it, it, but they tried to do everything they could in that short term, and uh, um, I don't know, man. I just, I just find those guys fascinating. I just, they did what they could with what they had, and uh, they didn't waste their opportunities. Some guys, I feel like, came in and uh, they didn't really do anything. You know, I mean, they did some stuff, but it wasn't, you know, historic or anything. They just, they were there for four years, you know. And uh, um, but yeah, guys like Polk, he, for better or for worse, he accomplished what he said he was going to do. So. Yeah, now now it's crazy to have a one term president. I mean, since since HW, I mean, only one one term president since. So yeah, Trump. Uh, yeah, pretty crazy there. I, I'm with you. I think James K. Polk for sure. Um, I mean, the U.S. Mexico War, the Oregon Trail, or he got Oregon and Cali, uh, lowered tariffs, got the bank system, and only decided to run one time. So imagine the stuff he could have done with two terms. Uh, who came, yeah. I can't remember who came after Polk. Do, do you remember twelfth president? What was it? Who was the twelfth president? After uh, it was uh, Taylor. So I don't know how good Taylor was, but Polk would have rested again. Two years. He lasted two years, and he died. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. well, um, and then I think Ulysses S. Grant. I mean, a lot of people kind of consider him, can push him in with all the corruption in there, but I, I'm not sure if there really was much on his part, more of his office. It was, uh, this is what some people say, and this is kind of the consensus now, you know, I mean, it's one of those things we're seeing, well, what people thought at the time, as as time moves on, we're able to look back and be like, okay, you know, whatever the hype machine was for now, nowadays, the hype machine is Twitter, it's Instagram, it's all the social media, it's the fact that what they say, a lie can travel around the world once while the truth is still putting its shoes on, you know, <laughs> um, it's with Grant, he, it wasn't that he was so corrupt, it was that he was just doing favors for his buddies who were kind of into the corruption and he just wasn't keeping them in check. And so I guess, you know, you still go to prison as the getaway driver, you know? Um, And so I guess that was kind of his problem is he just was just not tough on his buddies and just didn't, you know, call out their nonsense and uh, which, you know, for better or for worse is not good, but um, Grant was a decent guy, you know, not everything he did was right, you know, but he was a decent guy who, you know, unfairly gets called corrupt, like you said. And um, I don't think that's the case, but smarter people than me would say I'm wrong. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, he helped with uh, reconstruction, especially after uh, Johnson, uh, his catastrophe. And then, I mean, he went after the Ku Klux Klan and everything. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I think he's pretty underrated. Then uh, Woodrow Wilson, I, why is no one talking about him? I mean, we talk about FDR, World War II. Woodrow Wilson, I mean, he, he helped a lot during World War One, I, I believe. 
Yeah, he's another guy who uh, every time I post about him, it's like a uh, a rat race to see who can uh, be the first one to call him racist. You know, really? And I'm, you know, yeah, it's just like the first one in the comments. I did not look at that. My bad. What's that? I did not. I did not know about that. No, no, you're good. I don't care. It's 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 funny to me. Like I don't respond to the stuff. I just like I always tell people I leave the politics to you guys. I just like I think the sheep thing was interesting, you know. But he campaigned to uh, keep us out of World War One, and then. 1916 he was also the first president to attend the world series game which is stuff that i find interesting you know the phillies and the red sox and um he said i'm we're going to keep america out of the war and he campaigned on that in 1916 and in 1917 we entered the war it just it, it's just the way it happened you know there was a there was aggression you know from germany and uh, we just couldn't stay out of it but um yeah it's just one of those things where it's just it stinks and he's known for simply his racism and you know, among other things but um, there's a few redeeming things about him uh, in terms of he, he did love this country for better, or for worse. He loved certainly a uh, part of it, not all of it, which is unfortunate for him. But um, yeah, he's another guy where it's just you, you, you would hope that he would have got an opportunity to grow up, but uh, he didn't. He kept, he, 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 I guess he was getting strokes for a long time and the last one kind of incapacitated him. And, you know, the consensus is his wife ran the country while he was down and out and uh you know, which isn't too far-fetched. My wife, you know, I'm only doing this because she's giving me an hour here. No, but I'm just kidding. But uh, you know what I mean? So it's it's fascinating, man. It's it's history is wild. Well, I should have done more research on the racism. I did not that didn't pop up in my search this week. Uh, yeah, but... he uh he showed the first movie ever screened at the White House was called Pride of the Nation. And uh Oh, that's right. I'm taking it back. I'm taking yeah. it back. I'm <laughs> it's not Woodrow. I lied, guys. It's not. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was yeah. like a KKK propaganda film or something. It was just wild. But <laughs> yeah, I'm going to delete that uh, part. We did not talk about where Joe Wilson actually. I, I didn't even mention him. I don't know. I remember it. Yeah, I don't remember talking about him. <laughs> I, I, meant, I meant Teddy Roosevelt. I'm on Teddy. I'm on Teddy. But, That's um, fine. <laughs> yeah. Oof. I should have done more research on that. Um. So who are kind of your three most influential presidents of our time? I think, I think you kind of have to put Jackson... Washington, maybe JFK, FDR. I think that's kind of those top guys. I mean, it's the same top guys as pretty much best leaders. But I, I look at the uh, when you say influential, I think the first thing I think of, and it's it's kind of the focus of my Twitter account, is the the, the humanity of these guys. So I look at a guy like um, George Washington. We know a little bit about you know who he was and how he was, but. I really, really just find Dwight Eisenhower fascinating. He was very human. He, you look at, there's a great book by his granddaughter, uh, Susan Eisenhower, called How Ike Led. And it gives you a very obviously biased look from the granddaughter about her grandfather. But just the way that he was just heartbroken about D-Day, I mean, we had to do it. And the soldiers, the troops who were, you know, heading over to uh, France for that, they remembered getting in the plane and taking off and seeing him stand on the, uh, on the runway as they, as they, as they were taking off, just watching them. Like he knew where he was sending them. He knew what he was sending them into. Um, he had a horrible temper. Um, he hated talking on the phone. He would yell at people. He would cuss. He smoked like a chimney. Um, he, his civil rights record is slow. You know, people forget that he sent, you know, troops down to, uh, I think it was, uh, down South to, um, you know, to integrate, a school and you know there, there's a human side to that some people say he didn't move fast enough but he understood that rushing it would have been you know uh would have been not good for the cause you know his predator the people who came after him you know 
um, Kennedy and, and Lyndon Johnson, they, they kind of are Kennedy, not so much, but Johnson more than anything, um, a guy who, again, not a great person morally, but, um, he got the civil rights law passed, you know, civil rights act passed of 1964. So, um, I like, I like Ike as an influencer. He, he was human. He wasn't perfect, but he was, he was human. And, um, so you want to talk about somebody that influenced the office. Nixon's another guy, right? You would talk about Nixon, a great foreign policy guy, respected globally, um, but really just struggled in many ways to uh, be liked here, you know, and, uh, and um, you know, to authorize uh, espionage, you know, <laughs> and you think of a president doing that, you're like, my gosh. So that influenced the office, the, the, the ripples of that, you know, Watergate still continue to this day the way we talk about presidents and their campaigns and so i just look at the humanity and how they influences the office you know our, our first what was it three out of our first four or four out of our first five presidents were slave owners you know i think all those john adams or john quincy i think yeah those two yeah the adams the adams boys were not but the other guys were and even jackson at number seven was so five of our first seven were slave owners you know and uh that influences the office, you know, it influences the way we, we talk about these guys. Like, you know, those guys all have monuments for the most part. And I think that's okay that they do as long as we're and and they're like Mount Vernon and Monticello, those, those places all acknowledge the fact that, you know, uh, human rights violations occurred on their property. And I, and I think that's a good thing. It doesn't mean we need to cancel these guys. We just need to talk about them as a, as a collective whole. And that influences the office. So when you talk about influence, I look at their humanity and how it influences because that, that's huge. I don't know if that answers your question, but that's the oh, first yeah, I like thing. That answer, yeah, I liked it. Uh, good, but yeah. all right. Um, you have any any anything interesting? Just a random fact about a president that maybe anyone wouldn't know and be like, "That is very weird." <laughs> I don't know if it's appropriate, but I, I think uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before. We were talking before we uh, started recording, but like, just weird things like. How these guys like John Adams and FDR both married their cousins. Like when I go to family reunions, I'm just looking to like, hey, I haven't seen you since you were two, you know, or hey, how's the guacamole? Not like, hey, do you want to go out on a date? You know, that's just a, that's weird. You know what I mean? It's just that's strange to me. And um, and Teddy Roosevelt, you know, gave away the bride at FDR's wedding, which was, you know, yeah. Eleanor Roosevelt. Like she didn't have to change her name. That's weird. You know? <laughs> No, I did not know John Adams. We don't talk about that. We don't talk yeah, about he, Abigail was his cousin. I don't know how close it was, maybe like third, but still, you know, I know I, I know all my third cousins, and I I'm you know, if I wasn't married, I wouldn't be, you know, looking to swim in a shallow gene pool, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. you know. I don't even, I don't even think I've ever met a second or third cousin. So I don't I don't know, man. I don't know how they met all of them. Those big families back then. But, when you do like your genealogy, you meet a lot of cousins and it's just like, yeah, I, my first inclination is not to date them, you know, it's just, <laughs> but these guys did. And I guess it was normal for the time. And, you know, yeah. that might explain the bad dental health. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> oh, oh, man. Eggs and everything, all the makeup they wore. Yeah. <laughs> that explains it. Um, family, I guess, but <laughs> so right, do you feel the founding fathers, the first presidents pretty, Pretty underrated, overrated on where they helped America. I mean, just perfect. Uh, I mean, they obviously did. They set this country in motion. I think for for the better. I think. Uh, got. I think we need maybe need a little more respect for them, but I, I think they really 
built I, up this country. I think it's weird. You one of the things I was gonna put out there when uh, one of my tweets here in the future was guys with the best pre-presidential resumes whose time in office was just completely underwhelming compared to like who they were. So you mentioned the founding fathers, you know, you got, I mean, in order, Washington, Jefferson, Adams, Madison, Monroe, and their contributions to this country, not that they didn't do anything in office, they did. Um, but the stuff that they did beforehand is what they're known for. It's weird. Like when you think of like all the stuff that John Adams accomplished, it, it was before he was president. It was years before he was president. Same with Jefferson and same with Washington. I mean, um, Washington was a hero. I, I can't even, and I, and I may be, you know, this, at the risk of being offensive, I cannot think of somebody right now who would fit that legendary status, you know, outside of sports, you know, sports gives us that opportunity to deify people, but Washington was a God and he didn't want to be known as one. He just wanted to go live in Mount Vernon and be a farmer. And, um, so you talk, going back to your influence question that influenced, you know, why we have two terms now, mm-hmm. you know, um, and FDR, you know, people could say he was great or not great, but, um, you know, World War II essentially helped us end the depression. You know what I mean? And, um, but going back to your founder's question, man, everything great that they did, it, it seemed like it happened outside of the office, you know, um, fast forward, you know, a hundred or so years and you got Herbert Hoover, who was one of the greatest humanitarians this world has ever known. And he's only known for what the great depression. You know, and he he inherited a uh, an economy that was destined to crash with Calvin Coolidge, who pretty much napped through his entire presidency, you know, because he didn't have to do anything. Everything was going great. And uh, so. Founders, were they great? Yeah, they were fantastic, but nothing they really did in office was, you know, was was great. James Madison, you know, the father of the Constitution, got us into the War of 1812. That, that was not a good thing for us to be in. You know, we didn't really have a standing army or Navy to speak of. And um we won, or maybe it was a draw. I don't know. We got the White House burned down, yeah, yeah. you know. So right, maybe, but yeah, it, yeah, minor, minor, uh, minor issue. But I don't know, man. I just think of like the founders are appropriately, uh, are appropriately ranked, um, but mostly because of what they did before they were president, which is wild to think about, you know. Yeah, I mean, they all had God statuses and everything before they came into office. That's how they came into office because of exactly, that. exactly. Um, why well, I, I find it fascinating up until like a few years ago, I used to think, I mean, all these presidential elections, especially back in the 1800s, early 1900s, they really weren't uh, that close and the country wasn't really divided on who they would vote for. But I mean, it, the elections have been super divided since Washington. Even Washington even had his fair share of critics. And uh, I mean, the founding fathers, some of them turn on themselves. I mean, what Adams and Jefferson? <laughs> Uh, turn on turn on each other and everything so it's why do you think we aren't taught that the nation's kind of been divided its whole time when it comes to elections and all that i think that's a great point i mean people just think of the last two you know with uh biden and trump and then clinton and uh trump and realistically those those uh protests of elections i mean they really do go all the way back like you said to the beginning i mean people want to read about you know, the 1876 election that was, you know, that put Rutherford B. Hayes in office. People argue that one of the compromises um, was, uh, you know, we would end Reconstruction in the South and, you know, set Jim Crow laws in the motion. And uh, people forget, I mean, people protest the election almost every single year. It's maybe not to the fever pitch it was these last two elections, but 
that fever pitch has happened previously. And uh, you look at the, uh, what was it, the 1824 election with, uh, you mentioned John Quincy Adams before and Andrew Jackson and, you know, the corrupt bargain that uh, um, Henry Clay made with uh, John Quincy Adams to, because you know, they both hated Jackson. So um, it's just, these things happen. And why do people do it? Because of power, you know, and, um it's it's i think that's it it's simply it's not the money i mean the presidents don't make a lot of money you know they make they make decent money but there's more money to be made outside of office you know speaking gigs and stuff but that that power that ability to influence things and to get your agenda across um i think i'm reading this book on james garfield right now that simon and schuster sent me and uh he says that this uh james garfield said that this desire for the presidency just it turns people into like animals, you know, um, it's, it's weird, man. It's weird. And anybody who wants to be president ought to be looked at with a side eye. Like you really want this job? Like I'm going to question why, and it's gotta be the power thing. I mean, Garfield rolled into it. He didn't want to do it. James K. Polk was the first dark horse candidate, um, to win the presidency. I mean, these happened like as people couldn't come up with a nominee at the, uh, at the conventions and these guys were ended up being like bargain candidates, you know, like you go to Walmart, you're looking for the movies and you're like, Oh, I guess we'll settle with this one. You know, it's a, you know, cool runnings, great movie, but it wasn't my first pick, you know? So wasn't that, wasn't that kind of Lincoln got put in to the Republican well, convention and everything? Yeah. I mean, Lincoln was one who, yeah, he was another one who, I mean, people knew his name, but um, he was not the first pick, you know? Um, but uh, he, you know, he was well-known and he was admired. He was another guy kind of like Eisenhower um, where his character, I think people just admired him, whether you loved him or hated him, you couldn't deny that he was a decent guy, you know? And uh, he's another guy as the presidency went, um, he evolved. He didn't like slavery, but he was willing to keep it if the country stayed together, which is when you think of a Lincoln, you think of this great emancipator, but he was really just wanted to keep America united and we could sort these things out. Um, but as it turned out, you know, it took a war and him losing his life, you know, to ultimately uh, get that done. And um, but, yeah, it's the elections are are wild, man. People are animals. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Do you think we would have been, I mean, better off with civil rights, the Jim Crow's, the Reconstruction? If Lincoln, I mean, gets four more years, I, how much better off do you think we are? I think I think we we see things happen a lot sooner than 1964. You know, um, I think we see a lot more animosity uh, from the South, obviously, because, you know, we would have more of a federal influence. Um, and uh, I mean, people who people thought that, like, uh, the South was happy that Lincoln was killed. That's not true, because his vice president, Andrew Johnson, although he was a Southerner, he hated the South. Like he wanted to have Davis hung and all these other guys. And even Jefferson Davis said, we didn't want Lincoln killed because Andrew Johnson's a maniac. We didn't want him in office. And um, Lincoln was going to be a lot more lenient, mm -hmm. but he was going to make sure that that stuff that he, you know, was pushing got done. And, um, you know, he was friends with Frederick Douglass and all these guys. And it's just the what if game is always wild to think about, you know, what if Washington never stepped away? What if, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? What if Kennedy had kept going? I mean, Stephen King, you know, made a, a book, a book about that. You know, Amazon had the what was it, 11, 22, 63. Did you see that? I did not see that. Yeah. It's what would have happened if, uh, you know, Kennedy would have survived. That's, that's part of the series. But um, 
it's wild, man. It's insane. And the what if game is terrifying. What if James Garfield would have lived? You know, he was arguably one of our smartest presidents, you know. Uh, um, what if? It's wild to think about. The what if game, man. It, it's fun and scary to play. But yeah. Um. All right. So some of these, uh, we got some questions in from the viewers. And I'm from Twitter or X, I guess, whatever we're calling it. By the time this podcast now. comes out, <laughs> I guess it'll be X. Might be done uh, right now. We'll see. Yeah, it might be by by the time we get off here. But favorite presidential quote. My mine was a, uh, I believe, who was it? I think it was a president who didn't talk much. Was it a Coolidge? Calvin Coolidge ran one term. It was. A, have you ever heard the quote? You lose. Yeah, it was that, but I guess that's fake. Uh, it's when fake. Yeah, it never happened. I, never happened. I thought it was real. I thought that was hysterical and everything. But I, I kind of like this quote from James Barfield, who you just said, one of the smartest presidents, uh, 1881. Uh, the, he said, the truth will set you free, but first it will make you miserable. I, that is so true. I mean, <laughs> to put that in anything, that any, learn about anything. That is very true, James. I guess that's why you were a genius. Yeah, he's he knew how to uh, he knew how to make a quote. And it's um, because it's inconvenient. You know, I think that's why. And it's like, imagine if we just went by uh, what how the truth would shape us and versus how we can get around how it makes us feel, you know, just because, it, you know, it's, it's why we don't like cough medicine. You know, it tastes like what I assume, you know, the floor of a movie theater tastes like, you know, but um, it's meant to help you. You know what I mean? And we just rather just, you know, take cough drops and just go around it. And uh, nah, man, we, we need the truth. We need what hurts us because, you know, it opens up those wounds, but it cleans them and makes us better overall. And so, yeah, Garfield's not wrong. Especially in today's world, man. Yeah. All right. What's one of your favorite quotes from presidents? It's got to be John Adams. Um, if you read uh, David McCullough's book, he just passed away. Uh, I think it was last year, the year before. But um, he just has this just this book of just nothing but like I mean, he has access to all of John Adams letters, his letters to his friends, his enemies, his wife. And he just he had this quote where he was talking about the future of the country. And uh, I uh, I used it the other day um, in connection to a uh, you run a family friendly op- operation here. Right. So I won't mention what I connected it to. But um he says posterity. I got it written down here, if you don't mind. He yeah. says, you'll never know how much it costs the present generation, which, you know, the revolutionary years, um, to preserve your freedom. I hope you'll make good use of it. And I think about how, you know, 250 years later, are we making good use of the sacrifice of what those guys did? Are we making good use of it? I mean, I'm my grandfather's a World War II vet. He liberated concentration camps, you know, and I think about how, you know, my mom's side of the family's Jewish. Like, I mean, that that hits hard. You know what I mean? And are we making good use of the world that these people created for us? I'm not saying the world was perfect back then. People were enslaved when when John Adams wrote that. I'm not saying the world was great, but it was moving toward, you know, hopefully a better place. But this idea that we no longer live under the chains of Britain, we no longer you know, what are people doing with the freedom that we've been given? And it's it's a go back to your point. It reveals a truth that we're not comfortable with. Like, am I wasting my opportunity or am I making good with it? You know, it's 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 interesting. Yeah. I love that quote though. That is a good one. Um, all right. Which president has the best facial hair? Oh, gotta be Arthur. Arthur. Gotta be Arthur. Yeah. He looks like uh 
He looks like one of the uh, what was that movie? Uh, was those the Aristocats where he had all that like that one cat with the crazy hair? I might be getting the wrong cartoon, but yeah, he's just like he woke up in the morning and said, "I'm choosing this look," you know, just the chops, you know, and just like yeah. I- I'm, I'm just gonna walk out like this. And yeah, he was. People loved him, man. People were sending him marriage proposals when he was in the White House because his wife died years before he became president. But uh, yeah, man, people love the facial hair. Absolutely, yeah, that's uh. That's it, man. Got to be Arthur. Right I didn't have to hesitate. No, you did not. I maybe you sent a you would have sent a marriage proposal. By the way, you answered that so fast. Gee, <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of presidents that went with the full sideburns and everything. I, I was looking at all the presidential portraits this week, and I was like, there really wasn't many with facial hair. No, it, there was about less than ten, I'd say, and they were all during the same period. Yeah, like, uh, I think it started with Grant, or maybe one before. But it, it depends. It yeah. Lincoln had the beard. Uh, John Quincy Adams had like the, the mutton chops. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Taft was the last guy with facial hair. He had a mustache and it was glorious too, man. It was like, it, it was a stash. And I think Harrison, Benjamin Harrison had the last beard and that was, you know, in the 1890s. So it's like, it's been a minute since we had a beard. It's been and, a long time since anything, anything, yeah. but I mean, I those sideburns. I Van Buren, if the sideburns count, it's gotta be him. I mean, those things were out to here. Uh, Dude. It, it was insane. It was like Wolverine. It was like <laughs> incredible. And then Teddy and uh, Taft, they pretty much had the exact same little mustache. I kind of like yeah. those little things. So those those are my the favorite ones. I mean, I I could never, I I would never grow out my sideburns like this. I remember you remember. I don't know how old you are. There was a guy who played for the Orioles named Brady Anderson. And he had like the greatest sideburns in baseball. And that was when I, I used to have, before I had this beard, I had these sideburns that went down the hair and they were just epic, man. And uh, so I, sideburns are always cool, dude. And we, I would, if we were going to bring a president back, do I want a beard or do I want just epic sideburns? And uh, I don't think the world's ready for epic sideburns. I think they're ready for a beard, but you just got to have a guy who just wakes up. And says, I just don't care what anybody thinks. And uh, that was Van Buren. That was Arthur, man. They just, they sold it, dude. But they also didn't have their wives around to tell them to shave either. So <laughs> that might have been it. <laughs> yeah. If anyone wanted to run for president with like that, I don't think they would get much of the vote. <laughs> who was the guy a couple years ago who was, uh, he started a campaign, obviously didn't go anywhere. It was the, uh, what was his name? The Tiger King or something? Remember him? Oh, Joe? yes. Yeah. From Oklahoma. So yeah, yeah you're, <laughs> you're neck of the woods. He, he had some wild. Joe Exotic. Joe, Exotic. Joe Exotic. That was it. Yeah. Joe Exotic. <laughs> So yeah, he he got a few votes, but obviously not close. But maybe and he united the, he united the country with that documentary. So he did. That was a good documentary, but crazy guy, crazy dude. Um, so we kind of we got this question: uh, Which president do we think would be the best manager or kind of head coach in pro or college sports? I I mean, really, you've got to go Washington as a great leader as a coach because i mean he took this ragtag d3 team let him in and be alabama at home basically so i i think george washington he can he can line up his guys and they can go into any d1 school as a little juco or d3 college and win i hadn't even considered that man i i didn't even think about that i was gonna say uh eisenhower again but i, I think i'm changing my answer to what you said I think that is a brilliant. I didn't even think about the fact that he took the underdog and uh, won the title. Yeah, like not even yeah. like an ant, and they just beat an elephant. Crazy, <laughs> but I yeah, Eisenhower and Ford. I mean, they've got the most experience playing. I mean, Eisenhower played halfback and linebacker at Army, 
and then Ford played center linebacker at Michigan. So yeah, those guys can coach. Yeah. But I think your answer is right on. I'm I I changed my answer to Washington. I'm stealing yours. <laughs> I was so proud of myself when I thought of that too. I was like, oh <laughs> dang, man. <laughs> well, you're in the you guys are in the SEC now, right? So there you, there's that Alabama <laughs> reference. So <laughs> yeah, we'll be next year. So uh excited for that. That's a whole other topic. But um yeah, I think Washington can get his guys to be anyone. Uh, <laughs> all right. Any president you see the name of and you're like, who the hell is that? Like ooh, be, they were president? It's gotta be Millard Fillmore, who's people say he's the most forgettable one. Uh and uh, there was this poll that was put out about 10 years ago, and he was only named in like eight percent of the people who like name all the presidents, and like nobody remembers him. And the funny thing was like like I'm 40. I, I'm assuming you in your 20s, but 25 or 24. Get my 24. Yeah, you threw the year up. It's all right. You still you still can't run for president, but <laughs> but uh, like that was the name of like the Brady Bunch school. Even even the people who like knew, I think it was oh, wow. I think even the people who knew like stuff like that existed, they didn't know like who he was, you know. And so yeah, Millard Fillmore's one. There were people who were just like him. Okay, yeah, if you say so. He was only president for like two years because he took over for Taylor after Taylor died. But um, yeah, he he ended up ushering in, uh, you know, helping usher in the Civil War. So that's what he's famous for. So. And that was the Brady Bunch of school name. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Look, check my math on that. I'm almost positive. That was the name of the Brady Bunch of school it was Miller Fillmore. But how yeah, he, that show was crazy. Yeah, oh my was before my time, before my time. But um, <laughs> Yeah, he ended up marrying his teacher, which is my favorite fact about him, you know. So we all, we all remember that teacher we thought was hot, but no one ever thought to ask her out, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, we were always a little too young to ask the teacher. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I think Millard Fillmore, which it kind of – name kind of goes with him. I mean, it's it's a quite a cool name. Like, I, I could see remembering that. But then Benjamin Harrison, I mean, pretty generic. I'm like, I, I really don't know. When he what 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 number was he? Do you know? Do you even know? I don't. He was he was the guy right before. Uh, he was he was the guy in between Cleveland's two terms. You know, Grover Cleveland and mm-hmm. uh, um, the last guy with the beard. That's that's what I remember about him. And uh, he, he was pretty popular. He was a lawyer. He was a Civil War veteran. And uh, but yeah, a lot of people don't know who he was. Yeah, and so. even even before I started studying the presidents, I'm like. I heard of the other guy, his grandfather, who died after like a month, but I didn't know he had a grandson who was president when I first started reading him. He's he's fascinating, but yeah, no one knows who he is. You're right. Yeah. So pretty. I mean, no one knows those two. No one. No one knows them. <laughs> Otherwise, you can get a few of them. But all right. Finally, which president would you like to have a beer with? Oh man, it, it's hard. You can give a few. You can, you can give like top three because there. I mean, there's a lot. A lot of cool guys. Know. I would want to know the stories, you know, so yeah. uh, it depends what I want to know the stories about. Like, like, for instance, I don't know if there's aliens because I feel like uh, uh, Donald Trump would have spilled the beans on that. And uh, Joe Biden would have accidentally spilled the beans on that, you know. So, like, I don't, I don't think those guys I would leave those guys out. Um, Clinton seems like he'd be hilarious. George W. Bush seems like they'd be hilarious. Those guys are friends, you know. Um not something you see too often anymore. Uh, gosh. I think you go Clinton, Bush, and Obama. I think you could go all yeah. through the beer with those guys. But gun to my head, I, w- I would probably say uh, Teddy Roosevelt just because I think he's just absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. And um, 
not only would he tell wild stories, I think he would, as the drunker he got, he would probably encourage us to like go and do wild things. And um, my, my Twitter account would be very weird with some of the stuff that I would learn from him. So, <laughs> and the stuff he dared me to do, like he used to make people swim naked with him. Like he was just a wild guy and I was sober, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, that's uh, probably Teddy Roosevelt for sure. Yeah, he's one of the most fascinating. I mean, Teddy as well for me. And then I, I think you would learn a lot over a bottle of scotch or with uh, Jefferson. Oh uh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> I know he, he's got his own. I think scotch from from his uh, plantation place. So uh, you learn a lot from them. JFK. I mean, there, there's just so many guys. Uh, FDR, I Jackson. I mean, you really can't name. I can't name just one. Uh, Washington for the stories. I think. Yeah, uh, probably be one. But yeah, there's just so many out there, and these guys know how to drink. So those guys, a lot of those guys do. You're right, and yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it would be wild. The stories I think would just be wild. It would, not just the experience of like hanging out with someone, but just like you, you did that. Like really, you you can do that? Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you're the president, so it was cool. Okay, I get it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, none of this stuff was written down or anything. Half the things they did, so. Um, all the stories from the wars and all that. It'd be it'd be super fun to do. Um, real quick, what are some fun kind of presidential fun facts that you think some people should know? I think one funny thing, uh, other than Fillmore marrying his teacher, um, there was this one where uh, Calvin Coolidge was still the vice president and he was staying at a hotel and there was a fire. And uh, they were trying to get people out of the hotel and Coolidge was telling the guy, yo, I'm the vice president. And the fire marshal was like, of the hotel? He's like, no, of the country. You know, like that was that's funny to me, just how unknown he was and how uh just how I don't know, humble is the word. He was humble, but he was just so like reserved. Like he was not a personality whatsoever, but he did do goofy things when he was president. Uh what else? Uh Lyndon Johnson stole a chair off of the uh Air Force One allegedly um when he left office. Um Richard Nixon was asked to be the commissioner of Major League Baseball. He turned it down. Wow. Yeah, that's one of my favorite facts about him. Uh, I don't know, name a guy. I could probably tell you it's um, – oh, when, when William McKinley was uh, – I think he was in Congress, um, people would, like, apologize for, like, disagreeing with him, even if they did, because they, he, he was just that well-respected. He was that nice of a guy. Um but yeah, stuff like that, man. That's what I take my account use to focus on. People want to go and argue politics. They can go the other 99% of social media. You're not going to get it at my, my account. So yeah, I like that stuff. That stuff's fun for me. So bring out the fun and interesting facts. I mean, there's so much to learn about 46 different presidents in their yeah. whole lives. So um, I, I kind of think I got Van Buren created okay, he created the saying okay, yeah. which is yeah. kind of interesting. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant, have you, did you know he was given a $20 speeding ticket for riding a horse and buggy? I did. I heard he uh, got pulled over twice. I don't think he showed up for his court dates either. So, <laughs> do, you, do you know how much the $20 ticket would be in today's money? Hmm. $500. Jeez. Okay. $500 ticket in today's money. It's insane. Horse that's and buggy. A, that's a car payment. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. And then I just find it so interesting that. Uh, Jefferson and Adams dying hours apart on yeah. July fourth, eighteen twenty six. I mean, after they were just bitter rivals, didn't I? Mean, did they started speaking towards the end? Yeah, they spent a number of years. Uh, there was a they had a mutual friend. Uh, his name escapes me at the moment. He's pretty famous in the uh, Revolution years, but he said, "Hey, you guys need to get back together and talk." And so, I don't think they ever saw each other again. But they started uh, writing letters to each other, and 
they rekindled their friendship. Yeah, they ended up dying uh, really good friends. I mean, just Adam saying Jefferson outlives me. Uh, yeah, know. which was wrong because actually Jefferson had been done already. So yeah, yeah, no, was, yeah. Which, uh, that, that's probably the craziest thing uh, for me dying on July fourth, hours apart. So, um, James, anything else for get out of here? Anything else presidential wise you want us to know or talk about? No, man, I just appreciate the time, dude. It's uh, I uh, it's been fun connecting with you and um, just. Uh, I looked at some of your podcasts and I was thinking like, um, I was looking at episode 149, your Deshaun Watson podcast. And, uh, cause you know, I love sports, Cleveland sports, especially. And I was thinking like, um, I would love to see you do some movie reviews, man. Like major league. I was going to, I was going to push you to see if you do a major league. Cause it's going to be, uh, I think the 25th anniversary is next year of that movie. Wow. I'm assuming you've seen it. I have seen it. It's been yeah. a long time, but <laughs> But yeah, man, I was wondering, like, uh, I was gonna see if your viewers would uh would have loved to see you do that, and uh, um, yeah, man, just that kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff I use my page for, just connecting pop culture and the presidency, and um, connecting with people like you. It's been a blast, dude. Yeah, thanks. I mean, anytime you want to talk sports, we're on. I mean, not a Cleveland, I'm not a Cleveland Brown fan anymore since they traded Baker Mayfield, but um, <laughs> we can still talk sports and rag on them paying that much for Deshaun Watson. So, you can't see it. I got his picture on the wall over there, Baker Mayfield. He's my son's favorite player. I got to meet him uh, two years ago. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. He, he's a really good guy. I mean, kind of like yeah. what I'm talking about with presidents. Uh, maybe gets a bad rap, but teammates love him and really great. great great guy. So He is. He's great. Yeah, James, appreciate having you on. Where can we find you on X or Twitter? <laughs> it's going to be uh, Prez Wisdom with a Z and Prez. Uh, yeah, man, just uh, – Hit me up. I pretty much follow everybody back minus, uh, you know, bots and um, adult oriented uh, accounts. And uh, but yeah, I just love following people back. I've just met so many amazing people and I've learned so much about the presidency. There's so many smart people out there who just want to talk about this stuff and uh, just just really great. So I, I, I love doing it and I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. Yeah, it's awesome. Bringing history uh, back for all these presidents and everything. So fun learning, fun seeing all those tweets and fun facts. So everyone, thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform at Burgers and Brats. And stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and hopefully just watch on YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Thank you all. Take care. Stay safe.